So daily habits, things you do every day, things your practice does every day, those tiny little decisions that are repeated over and over and over again can really screw up our lives or really impact us in a big positive way. On this episode of Dear Scott, um, I want to talk about habits because I was coaching one of the docs that I, I coach every every month. And we recognize that this dentist had these wishes and dreams in their practice and, and personally, but they had no habits to get them there. It's like wanting to be healthy, but like not having a single healthy habit in life. That is what this dentist had basically for their practice. They wanted accountability, but they had no habit of accountability. They wanted performance, um, but they the habits that led to performance weren't good. They were bad. So let's talk about habits, but actually to bring habits to real life, to like to actionable stuff. If we if we start with the habits of a, of the personal side, the non-dental habits, the habits in your life. Let's just think simply here first. How can you become fit look good, feel healthy, feel energized. It's the simple habits of what you eat and working out. Really, it's the simple habits. And so let's talk about working out, okay? Working out could be a half an hour every day. A half an hour every day for a year, you become a completely different person. Now, are you gonna become your most fit self? or just more fit than today, I don't know. It depends on how effective the habit of working out is. You can work out an average way, you can work out a really smart way, and you will become better if it's really smart. So, so what's the lesson here? First of all, just having the habit will make you a completely different person, will make you healthier, will make you the version of yourself you wanna be. Just having the habit, whether it's the perfect way of doing it or not. But then when we dive into how you actually do that habit, there's significance there in doing it the right way versus the wrong way. If you're working out is jogging every single day for a year, you are going to not accomplish the same level of goals uh, fit-wise as if you had the habit of doing weightlifting some, jogging some, high intensity interval training some, and you mix it up and we're doing those things properly. Okay, what's what? how can we correlate that to a dental practice? What are the things in your practice that are made up of habits? Uh, let's go over some. The way the patient experiences your practice when they walk in becomes a habitual experience in your practice. And that experience is made up of what's said to them and what things look like, what they sound like, what they smell like. That becomes a habitual moment. So that means we need to have everything HGTV approved from the decor standpoint, it needs to smell good. We need to say the right things and all of those are decisions. And a lot of those decisions are easy. Having a scent unit in the lobby is just an easy decision. But now habitually every patient that walks in, they smell, the smell of a spa and it changes their mindset the moment they walk in. What we say on the phone is a habit. How we answer that phone is actually an incredibly important habit. We can say the wrong things and get some patients to schedule. We can say the right things and get almost twice as many patients to schedule. 
But if we don't have the habit of answering the phone, if we miss a bunch of phone calls, we don't get nearly enough people scheduling. So we got to answer the phone calls, just like we got to work out. But now we got to answer them properly. Got to answer them properly. So we've got to say things in a certain way that cause a patient to schedule. Like in our business master seminar, we spent an hour going through the different scripting that have been proven to actually cause twice as many patients to schedule. We even call local practices and listen to their scripting and how horrible it is and then go into the right way of doing it. That is something worth training on. That is something worth focusing on. That is so much more important than taking a course on bonding agent. What we say and do on the phone is a very powerful habit. If we take this further, it's another habit that's so important is what a doctor and a hygienist says to a patient clinically about the treatment they need is such an important habit. We all have a spiel. If you kind of say a certain thing, a certain way, everyone knows your spiel, that spiel, that's a habit. That better be the best way of doing it. Otherwise, you're losing the success you should have had. You're eroding away your career when you don't have the right spiel. The right spiel doesn't necessarily just sound good. It doesn't necessarily sound easy to understand. That doesn't make it right. What makes it the right spiel is that the patients say yes to treatment more often. Some of you, that might be a long spiel. Some might be a short, but it better end up with the right result. The patients say yes to treatment. I can tell you in general, the habit of presenting treatment. The more you focus on what you can do to fix a problem, the worse your results are. Meaning, the more you talk about the down, the worse your results are. Instead, if you focus on the problem they have and how, what it looks like when it gets worse, the more success you'll have. So if a patient needs a crown, I don't want to talk about the crown. I want to talk about the fact they have a crack in their tooth. I want to show them what it looks like. What does it look like when it splits in half into the nerve vessels and the, you know, and the, or to the bone, to the, to the blood vessels, the nerves and the bone, excuse me. What does it look like when it actually breaks in half into the pulp and blood's coming out? What does it look like when we have to take a tooth out? What does that look like? What does it feel like? What's the cost associated with it? Will they need surgery? Will we actually have to implant metal into their jawbone to fix this if this cracked tooth is left alone and breaks? Showing photos of that is going to be a lot more powerful than trying to explain what a crown is. A crown that like doesn't have any sort of value to them. That habit is incredibly important to a practice. Case acceptance percentage is one of the three big driving uh, forces behind growth, patient flow, diagnosis, and case acceptance. Case acceptance is a huge one. Now, if we take this further, what's another habit in a dental practice? What you show a patient when you ask them or tell them how much something's going to cost. That patient that needs a crown, how are you going to communicate to them what it costs and what their payment options are? That becomes an habitual thing in your practice that also impacts case acceptance, and it also impacts how much treatment they say yes to. If you're printing out the treatment plan form from your software and you're offering them payment options such as pay in full or pay half on prep, half on delivery or care credit, you are losing a ton of dentistry that you should have had in your schedule. Printing that form out is the wrong thing to print out. Giving payment options, half on prep, half on delivery or care credit, it's not good enough. 
I'm not saying there's something wrong necessarily with something like care credit, but that is not the well-rounded approach we should have. And by the way, it is wrong to do half on prep and half delivery. That is a bad, bad thing to offer. So I guess what I'm trying to communicate to you here is that when you talk, when you think about investing your time, energy, and money into your business, I want you to look at investing it into those core habitual moments, the things that are repeated over and over and over and over again, phones training, scheduling. Uh, presenting treatment in the clinical area, presenting finances, how you handle and resubmit failed claims, marketing, how you manage everyone's duties every day to make sure they don't forget what their habits are supposed to be, auditing them every day, habitual meetings and implementation. Those are the habits that build a ton of success in a practice. And that is where you should focus your some of your clinical or your education on. Your CE should be on those business habits that you have to create and maintain. That is where you see a lot of growth. If you can just barely increase your success on phones, barely increase it on scheduling, you barely increase it on case acceptance clinically, you barely increase it on case acceptance financially, you barely increase your ability to resubmit a failed claim. The result is you will have a completely different life. Financially speaking and for the rest of your career, you will have a ton more success. And it's all from barely improving these small habits because every improvement that's barely there is repeated 30, 40, 50 times a day, four, five days a week. 48, 50 weeks a year for how many years of your career ends up being a massive number of improvement from barely changing a small habit. All right. I hope that was interesting for you. Um, watch more episodes and follow me on Instagram, dr.scott.leune. And uh, if you'd like to learn more about what I spend my life doing and helping dentists and giving courses and coaching, please go to breakawayseminar.com. Thanks a lot.